Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, April 18, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Doesn't look like much from a daily chart perspective, but we have a lot on the docket today. Just to name a few, we have something called, in technical terms, the high hard one, and secondarily, we have what's called a rope dope Stay tuned, we'll get to those later. What's the assessment on the daily chart? Well, we're looking at it from a big picture perspective. Remember, we were looking for a low, or maybe I should say I was looking for a low at some point this week. The obvious and logical thing was midweek, but really it could come in at any point this week. We don't know if it was today, but you'll also notice the 435.65. I've been harping on that number. I've been pounding the table that that was unfinished business. Well, they finished the unfinished business today. The only question is, is that going to be the low? We're in the zone in terms of time, and they also came into what I consider a nice, relevant, and important price. They completed some unfinished business from where I sit. So it begins to have that logic thing come into the forefront. On a side note, did the lazy swing trader folks have activity around those lows today? And the answer is, yes, we did. Now, if the market goes lower during this week, we have other prices. It could certainly do the turnaround from the turnaround from the turnaround thing. So big picture, we're in the zone where I'm looking for some kind of a low. Why is that? Well, I'm looking for one of these routines. So we have a higher low here. We first have a low Then we have a higher low, we have a nice rally. There's a pullback operation at some point in time, instead of a full-on collapse, I'm expecting some kind of a higher low once again for another rally attempt. Whether they make new highs or not is irrelevant right now. Why is that? Because they're below all the moving averages. So we know the trend is down. That's the next thing we have to contend with. We take it one step at a time, one chart at a time, one time frame at a time, one day at a time, one candlestick at a time. We don't want to jump ahead of the game. We prepare for a trade, we have numbers, we have a set thing that we're looking for to happen. When that thing happens, we get into a trade. If something other than the next thing that's supposed to happen begins to happen, well then we have to have a parachute plan. It's a ripcord plan. It's an exit plan. That's just a side note on how we approach the markets. Right now, I'm looking for a higher low. I'm not sure exactly where it's going to come in from, but I have a pretty good idea it should happen around this week. So over the next several days, if not today, I'm looking for that higher low to take place. We discussed some lower numbers last week or so. I know about the lower numbers. There's still a possibility if the market goes lower. We had that head and shoulders pattern thing. We got all kinds of reasons why the market can go lower. Four and a quarter, 422. I can make a case they'll get to 420 and even below. Just to be fair and be the umpire calling balls and strikes, I'll go out on a limb and say, if I'm wrong about the higher low now and they have to come significantly lower I'll put on the board 42091 if reached. 
will have a reaction back up in the other direction. That's good for like this week, next few days type of thing. I'm not saying they're going to get there. I'm saying I'm willing to put a number on the board. What opens the door for things like that to start to happen? Getting below 433, first on hourly closes, and then daily closes below begins to open the door for that lower discussion type of stuff. I would put 433 on a sticky note. Let's drill down for a moment and look at it from a shorter time frame perspective. First, the market finished up the unfinished business. Okay, let's put that aside. It made a low last week by pulling up short, and then it went ahead and finished up the unfinished business today and immediately turned around in the other direction. We're going to drill down into inside the numbers later. I want to point something different out. They had a really robust rally away from that number, and then in the afternoon, they failed. So what does this whole thing represent? The run-up, and then the failure back down, and the whole nine yards. What does all that represent? Well, the whole round-trip thing, back up, back down, and back up again, represents what we call in technical terms, and go back to the beginning of the video, this is the rope-a-dope. They ran a test of that number into the end of the day. Look at the low in the last candle of the day. 435.63, my number was 435.65, low of day was 435.61. There are no accidents nor coincidences. Now, what is this last 10-minute candle into the end of the day, this rip higher? This, by definition, is called the high-hard one, also known as the pie in the face for the folks that were shorting, thinking they were failing and were going to continue to fail into the end of the day and into tomorrow. I know no other way to describe what happened in the afternoon session and into the end of the day than a rope-a-dope. It takes them forever to complete the unfinished business at 435.65, and then they have to run down there into the end of the day, bounce off of it on a rocket ride into the close. Really? I suppose it reconfirms the importance of 435.65. All right, it's time to take a peek inside the numbers. We're going to check out the commentary. We'll circle back to stocks on the move. We'll check out one that was provided as a bonus to the live room members. Then we'll cover the rest of the stuff. Happy Monday. Wake up a little red. The selling continues until their destination is achieved. Right down to business. 435.65 is magnetic, important, and unfinished business. This is on the board at zero dark 30. The morning thieves have already been down there and bounced off. The next magnetic number down is 433. Anything more on the south side will be a real-time type of thing. If the bulls stage a rescue operation, 438.50 is the first spot they have to recapture, but will run into 439.25 just above. Then the big fat round number of 440. Okay, let's see how that fleshes out. All right, for the visual, where are we? Right of the vertical is today's activity. The top line is 440. Don't worry about that now. 439.25, 438.50, and of course 435.65 down below. You can see the importance of these numbers. When they get above one and stay above one, it opens the door for another. But if they can't stay above one, case in point, 439.25, they fall back to the first one. 
if they can't stay above the first one, what do they do? They fall back to unfinished business. Now that's paraphrasing stuff that you'll see in the notes as we scroll up, but you can see as evidence on the way back up. Let's move along, see what else we have. So here's before the opening bell. Let's say they ran down to 435.65. Is it a buy area? As long as a trader was also willing to buy down to 433, the answer was yes at the time if the market was going to be wild at the open. You don't know if it will or it won't, so I want to set the table, set the stage. About 431, the early look. 439.20, give or take, is resistance. Right out of the gate, you can see here in this candle, sure was. This candle sure was. Then they fell all the way down to make a low of 437. That's over 20 points, 20 handles, as they say. We're moving along. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. The point was made, the numbers were made, read the notes. I'll point out a few more important things, but you get the 435.65 point. You get the other number point, the resistance stuff. Along the way, they were creeping here, creeping there. So we have a lot of commentary that you just have to read, pause the video, go back to the chart to double check the work. Here you go. Here's a visual for the members midday, 1035, a way to look at things. They retested the low from last week, came up short of some unfinished business, put in an hourly reversal candle of sorts, not enough volume to say, institutional participation. It's a bounce and a downtrend. And it will be that way until they get to and above 441.50. That's it. There was a whole lot of resistance up there. They couldn't even bounce up there. They ended up coming back to complete the unfinished business. That was the point. Visuals help a lot of the time. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. You saw the whole thing. We paraphrased it, we condensed it, we summarized it. Now you can pause it and read the notes for yourself. Stocks on the move. It was a quiet Monday morning. There'll be a plethora of trades going forward as we're now into earnings season. We're going to take a look at the chart of Charles Schwab. Workday, BK, and SI did not hit their entry objectives. But before we do... We're going to take a look at the chart of BABA. This is the one I provided for Inside the Number live members in real time. 92 was the number. It was either 92 or a spike of 92. The low happens to be 91.82. They immediately turned around, went back in the other direction. Over here, just minutes later, they made a high of 94.83. That's a fantastic trade any way you want to look at it. Schwab classified as officially opening below the number, but if you were in the live room, you know Jordan had an order in at the opening bell. He was filled anyway, completely aware that it opened below the number. You can see what happened here. It came into the second number, filled the second number, bounced back, provided a base hit pretty much any way you wanted to play it. Not the greatest trade on the board, but it worked nonetheless. How's it going over in Camp IWM? Well, they're still working on the higher lows situation. It's teetering on this low here, but they're still working on the higher low, meaning if this low breaks here, then it's susceptible to come down lower, but we still have a higher low working. Remember, it's an all the same market, not to the same magnitude every single day, but it's an all the same market scenario, which means 
if the S&P 500 is catching a big rally, then everything is likely going along with it. And also, the flip side is true. What about the folks down at the transportation department? They're going to need to get through this breakdown candle high in order to get into these moving averages. Until they do, it's no dice. They've already run a test, but if they hang out for a while underneath that price, they're likely building energy to go through it. However, it's in a downtrend. The trend is the dominant thing. And when we look longer, longer term, we realize this is the Irene number. And if that number breaks, there's lower stuff to be discussed. The bulls are looking for a rescue operation. What about the folks out in Silicon Valley, the Q people? Well, the chart looks very similar to the same as the S&P 500. The daily chart is certainly in a downtrend. We didn't discuss the weekly on the S&P, but it's the same thing on the Qs. Defense should be played inside of this breakup candle at some point. We're in the zone for that some point. Below 334 hourly and then daily closes opens the door for around 323, 324. So I would put that on a sticky note. How about the financials, the XLF? 36, 67. How you doing? I mean, do I really have to say any more about this one? Probably not. About Smash Mouth, SMH, the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index. What do we have here? We have a test of the low. They spiked the low by a few pennies. They reversed from an intraday perspective back up, but they're hanging around the lows in a downtrend below all the moving averages. That's the way you have to view the daily chart. That's it. When you look at the weekly chart, you say, hey, are they really going to come up short now of the weekly moving average, the 100 period moving average? They're going to fake everybody out and not touch it. Or are they going to go lower and spike into the 100 period moving average and potentially into the numbers we talked about last week, 231, maybe a little bit lower? I don't have the answer to that directly, but we're going to find out sooner than later. What about TLT? Everybody wants to know where the next price in TLT is, and I have it. I don't know if they get there, but I have it. They're eventually going to get there, but if they get there sooner than later, it's going to provide, at least from where I sit, a whopper of an opportunity. I'm going to keep this one close to the vest. What about Nat Gas? A lot of chatter around Nat Gas. Did it top out? Is it going to top out? Where's the target if it's going to keep going? Where is that magnetic slash overhead resistance spot? I would put this on a sticky note. 858. Doesn't mean they can't go higher, but 858 is magnetic and it is overhead resistance. And I have another number higher than that should they start closing above 858. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.